Hello. Hello. I'm Hugh Fort. I'm Jenny Slevin. And I'm Tom Canning. And one day you are going to do that on time without almost forgetting that it's you first. I, I was pretty good, I thought. <laughs> it was. Okay. I yeah. think we could have gotten away with that without, <sighs> without you calling him out. Does Tom, it every time. Tom, I've got an A-level in drama. Have you ever heard of a dramatic pause? It builds, <laughs> it builds, it builds tension. Jenny will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. She was in Harry Potter. She was. Um, welcome to... <laughs> Welcome to episode. Were you, gi- were you the ginger one? A Weasley. No, I wasn't a Weasley. I wish I'd been a Weasley. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode twenty, belatedly, of the Real Reading podcast. Uh, and finally, after much, much teasing over four or five weeks, it's our Reading driving test special. If you want to get involved in the show, you can follow and write to us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod. You can look us up on Facebook by searching Real Reading Podcast. We're on Instagram, and if you are able to, please leave us a lovely review on iTunes. Are we at episode 20 already? Yes. Was that dramatic pause as well, Jenny? <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't realise that you were done. Oh, sorry. We're not paying attention. Um, episode yeah, 28. Episode 20. That's amazing. And we'd be at episode 22 if we hadn't had two weeks yeah, off. It was. But still. Yeah, it you know. could be. That's almost, that's, that's almost half a year that yeah. we've been recording the podcast for. 52 weeks in a year. Nearly. Not quite, but nearly. 26 six, weeks? Six, yeah, six more to go. Six, halfway six through the year. Halfway through the year. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So rather alarming about how time, it's <laughs> how quickly yes. time will be Christmas soon. We've all got slightly older each week, and obviously uh, that's how time goes, I suppose. Talk to yeah. <laughs> Jenny gets younger. Yeah. yeah on somehow. That Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be a nappy soon, so that's something for us to all look forward to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for youngsters, Little do you know I'm wearing one today? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> For youngsters across Berkshire, uh, this building, and by that I mean the driving test centre on what street was it on? I should have looked this up. It's off Basingstoke Road. That street is called. Cross the window enough. <laughs> Um, I don't know why Bennett Road is. It's not Bennett. No, it's, it's not, not Bennett Road. It's definitely not Bennett Road. No, it's miles away. It, it, was, it was up near the. Um... Win Winley. Windy Close, is that right? It's a dead end, isn't it? Bear with us a second, readers, listeners, while we uh, gather our thoughts. And we're back, uh, yeah, after much deliberation. We googled it and we found out the address. Yeah. It's in uh, Park, Park View, which is off of Elgar Road. I think I can safely say that it was such a horrendous experience for almost all three of us that we've collectively completely forgotten. Did you take yours in Reading? Yes. Did you? Yeah. Because when I was learning to drive... Everyone suggested taking my test in Bracknell instead oh, really? because of the monstrosity of the Black Boy Roundabout that was built just before I started my <laughs> driving lessons. My, my instructor told me the best place to take it was on the Isle of Wight <laughs> after I failed my fourth or fifth test. <laughs> I think he was quite keen to get rid of me by then. Um, so yes, for, for youngsters across Berkshire, the, the, build, the driving test centre in Reading um, was a building that meant freedom. Um, it meant like being able to just go out on your own um, and not having to ask your mum for a lift into town um, or jumping on the bus, which I think we all enjoy the bus now, don't we? But back back when we were youngsters, that was not cool. Yeah. Um, The driving test center was fear, hope and possibility. And I've written in this rather pretentious spiel that I (laughs) really should have read before uh, before going ahead with it. Um, The Reading Driving Test Centre, and we wanted to know some stories we asked, we put out on social media, and we got a couple of really great stories back, which we will come to. Um, But first, I want to just go through our own experiences of the Driving Test Centre. And I I remember I took two goes to pass 
my driving test in Reading. Um, the first one was hampered significantly, and it was definitely the only reason I failed the first one. Uh, it was because my driving tester passed wind whilst we were driving <laughs> around. And I got in such a fluster, I couldn't work out how to open the windows on the car. Um, so that didn't go great. Um, and the second, I actually did pass, despite driving too fast down the bit um, by where Shire Hall used to be, um, which is off the Black Boy roundabout. Oh, uh, yes. I was driving far too, I think I was doing 40 and it's 30 down there, but somehow I got away with it and I don't know how. But anyway, pass me, so all done. <laughs> But the, definitely the past win thing will never, never ever leave me. You definitely blame it on that. There wasn't yeah. anything else that you did to... to oh, I'm sure there was, pay. but it was definitely that that put me right off my, uh, my stride. How far into the driving test was the passing of wind? I don't actually recall how... how I, I, in fairness, I may have already failed. I might be doing them a massive disservice, but hey. But probably not. Um, Hugh, I know you were on first name terms with, <laughs> with the driving test centre. I could fill up many podcasts with the stories of my, my driving, learning to drive. Um, some highlights, if we could call them <laughs> that, it was um, hitting the curb coming out of the, before I'd even left the test centre, um, where I had foolishly booked a, a quick test um, based on a cancellation and the driving instructor's car was not available. So I, I had a car that I learned in. It was a 1980 <laughs> four-geared Peugeot 205, which was, didn't have power steering. And I'd never driven to the Reading Test Centre before. Now, I've discussed this with many people. And the design of the Reading Driving Test Centre is a thing of... It's been designed by a sadistic architect. Not only is it really tight to get in and out of, it's also a stop sign. Yes. Um, Entirely sensibly, because you can't, (laughs) because it's very difficult to see. But when you're doing your driving test, is undoubtedly it's up there with doing, you know, your A levels, exams, you know, probably getting married, all those sort of things. Very high level nerves. Yes. And suddenly. You're, you're pulling out of the test center, which they don't take you to until you take your test, obviously. Yeah. And then they say, just, just, just watch out. It's a little bit tight here. And <laughs> you career instantly career into the into the wall, <laughs> pretty much, and fail before you've even left. Um, and then you're faced with a stop sign situation as well, which is which is daunting. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the first memory of the driving test is that how how no doubt the examiners thought it was hilarious how difficult it was to get out of the, the damn thing. I reckon they, they must have some amazing like pub nights just where they just recount some of the dreadful oh, yeah. stories of yeah. sweaty teenagers attempting to to pass their tests. Yes, and I I can't remember how um, I failed. I, I passed on my seventh attempt, um, and I had to. Uh, one, of the, one of the reasons. I'm not, I'm not saying this was the reason, but we 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 paid for my final test. We paid extra to do it at nine thirty on a Saturday, <laughs> which, which had the added benefit of not many other cars being around. Um, I passed in the end with five minors. Which is pretty good. The instructor, yeah. he, he did say to me, I can't understand why you failed so many times. And it had gotten to the stage also that I, I knew the test route so well that I knew where to go before he, he would, he would he, you know, they say, could you turn left here, please? I was like, left here, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and stuff like that. But I, I certainly remember the one time, one of the ones I failed, which I think was my third test, 
I got one major, so I did one thing wrong, and it was it was February, and the sun was very, very low, and I yeah. came up to the roundabout by the by Green Park, and the sun shined right in my eyes, so I stopped to look to see if the roundabout was clear from the right, and the instructor, the examiner, failed me for hesitating entering a roundabout, and I remember having a fairly heated discussion with him I debated whether it's better for me to, to pull out on a roundabout not being able to see anything at all or whether it's best to stop and look. And he didn't take any notice of my, my arguments as I was 17 and he was about 55. So he, definitely, he definitely knew better because he was older. And as you can probably tell by the tone of my voice, I'm still a bit bitter about it. <laughs> you now, really are. You really are. Um, I think that needs to go to a review panel, to be honest. Absolutely, yeah. And if there was an appeals procedure, yeah. I, I would have... I would have demanded another test there and then, to be honest. But I probably would hit. I know. I know something that kills someone. I know. Even 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 you now, in your in your slightly older older age, you are quite argumentative, and I'm not. <laughs> we haven't practiced that. Um, but so I can only imagine what you were like in your in your teens. It must have been. Well, it's a funny situation because when you're seventeen, eighteen. You could you are of a, a disposition where you, if there is no doubt, you know everything. Yes, but of course, you then find yourself in a situation where you encounter a middle-aged man who also <laughs> also know everything. So you know everything, but he knows everything, but even more because he's 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 older. And he's known everything wiser. for longer. Yeah. Yes, and so you have a ridiculous standoff. And also, <laughs> I wasn't a driving examiner. Uh, I was taking my test, and he he was examining me. So he, he was had, he held he, all the power. He held all the power, and he wasn't swayed. <laughs> but I, I eventually passed and have a fairly clean driving record ever since. And I'm very, I'm very careful. If I remember rightly, there was that That's time where you, you drove repeatedly through the same bus lane. Uh, yes, in Reading, in Reading Station. That, to me, in my defence, that was a new bus lane, and I and I drove into the bus lane on one side. And I believe now, still, the only way to get out of said bus lane <laughs> is to drive down the other bus lane. The other side. So I'm I, sure I, that the, the photos they sh- they sent me on the two tickets they sent me were. I think one and a half seconds apart, <laughs> and uh, I think I did manage to to persuade the council to drop one of the the fines they gave me. So wasn't I, there also a Castle Hill incident where you pulled in? You were pulling into the to the lane too early, yes. into the bus lane. Yes, that, yes, yes. Several I'm, occasions. I'd be astonished if there are any drivers in anywhere in Reading who've never been fined for for things like that. Me? Oh. Look, Jenny's holding holding her hand up as well. Never been fined for anything. Oh, parking fines I've got, but not speeding. Not not a speeding ticket or a bus lane fine. Or I did get a parking fine once in uh, Wallingford. Okay, I've had I've I've had several parking tickets, and I have been on a speed awareness course. I've been on two speeding speed awareness courses. But I have sunk in yet. <sighs> I like speed awareness courses they're very interesting I thought yes. you could only do one. and I like driving tests <laughs> <laughs> I um, did pass my theory test first time though with 35 out of 35 did you do was that down uh, did you take to... it or did you get someone to take it for you I what commit commit fraud well was, was, it, was my, it fraud back then I, I just called up a favour from one of the old examiners and <laughs> test centers, you know, I, I knew them so well by was that that was down in by Reading Station wasn't it that, yes. that said that place um, Jenny I'm sure your uh, driving test record uh, was absolutely perfect I don't know what would give you that idea, well Tom. I mean I, I know that I am fantastic it's one of those high achievers. <laughs> yes. It took me three attempts to pass three. my driving test. Wow, yes. three. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, I believe, was a, a series of minors, including several not checking your mirrors enough, 
which I wear sunglasses all the time when I drive anyway because I have very sensitive eyes, so I, I, I probably check the mirror. I'm not going to... Do you know what? No. Do you know what? I failed because I didn't check the mirror often enough, and mm. that's fine. Right, Afterwards, he went to me, what's this for? And tapped on it, and then went, doing your lipstick, which I obviously <laughs> took exception to. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> um... But yeah, he failed me, and then oh, that was a horrible one because I had a friend at school who said to me, who had taken his driving test the day before, and he said I had the guy with the Oakley sunglasses, and he was really horrible. He was really mean, and of course, when I got into the driving test centre, I got a chap wearing Oakley sunglasses came over to me, and I thought, oh god, you're a horrible one. I don't want you. Can I have another one, please? Psychological battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was the first one, and then the second one, similar to Hugh. Leaving, leaving the test centre, uh, the, in, what's they, what are they called? The tester? Yes. The examiner. The examiner, thank you very much, had to uh, operate the brakes for me as I rolled towards the oh. wall in the car park of the test centre <laughs> before I'd even left. And I said to him, like, shall I just stop? I failed, haven't I? And he was like, carry on. <laughs> obviously at the end, he was like, yes, yeah. you failed before you left the test centre. Um, but I made you do it anyway because I'm a horrible person. It's good practice is what it is. I think one of the. I, I, I remember when, when that happened, I, I again perhaps tried to suggest him that it was questionable whether the test had officially started. <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't on the road. Surely, surely the test starts when, you, when they do the Speaking number plate check, isn't yeah. it? Surely. Which was always quite terrifying as well yeah. because obviously you've got glasses. That must have been even tougher for you. Well, no, the glasses make it easier. Yeah, yeah it would have been hard. It would have been impossible if I, I didn't don't know, have I my don't glasses. glasses. <laughs> they wouldn't have let me drive the car if I had my glasses. Would you like some stories? Yes, please. Okay, right. I've got a fairly lengthy story, which uh, Andrew Taylor uh, sent to us on Twitter. He's at APOMD on Twitter. And he sent me what was, I think, quite a... Quite a uh, it made him feel a lot better. Did he have a bit of a rant? Yeah, he did. <laughs> so Andrew Taylor says, I had an examiner who had a large mop of hair and spoke in a nasal monotone. Uh, he says in brackets, in an almost comedic way. I'm not going to try and... Do- Fairly early on in the test, no, it wasn't me, uh, I had the dreaded reverse round the corner. He chose a 120 degree angle corner with a tree on it. Bango my reference points, Andrew says. It's 120 degrees, that's not quite... It's very hot. That's, that's <laughs> almost a circle. Yes. Um, no, no, that's 360. Yes. It's almost a semicircle. <laughs> so, he said, I did my best. But... I left my protractor at home, I'm sorry. Yes, you always have your you know, protractor. I said about being a high achiever. Yeah. <laughs> Not in maths. Um, Andrew says, I did my best, but gently nudged the curb at the end of the manoeuvre. I asked whether I could draw forward, then reverse back again to straighten up. It's up to you whether you wish to drive on or complete the exercise, Mr Taylor. Is that nasal enough? I think so. Okay, I'll try and do it in that way. It's too nasal, really. Uh, So Andrew says, so I did, but I was utterly convinced I'd failed. I was consumed by the thought of the dreaded moment when I got back to school and would have to tell my mates, oh, the shame... That is bad. That's pretty bad. Well, you have to do it six times. Well. Yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I remember because I, I was one of the older people in my year at school, and so I was one of the first to do it. And there was definitely a thing about being the first one to come in, having passed your driving test. So mm. to have failed as well would have been quite a, quite a thing. Um, next up, he says, the turn in the road. By now, I was so wound up and consumed by anxiety. I was so nervous, so nervous that my left leg was shaking violently on the clutch. I actually got two minor faults for it. (laughs) 
Anyway, I somehow did it and proceeded with the rest of the test. All was going well until we were on the Basingstoke Road approaching the test centre. Common theme here, I think. Um, at this point, there's a set of lights with a left turn before the Ford car showroom, and another set of lights with the left filter after the showroom towards the test centre. Trying hard to visualise that, yeah, but I think just I, 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 unsurprisingly, <laughs> I know exactly where he is. <laughs> uh, and two lanes for each set of lights. And guess which lane I got myself in? Mm, the wrong one. The wrong. I suspect so. Yes. <laughs> The way this is going. Uh, by this time, I resigned myself to my fate, so I looked ostentatiously in my mirrors, whacked on the indicator, and managed to get across to the left filter. Congratulations, Andrew. That is that's pretty special. I'd pass him on that. Changing lanes. Yes. <laughs> I he hope he looked like in his he, mirror. Yeah, he, he just said, yeah. mirror signal manoeuvre. Yeah, that's... that sounds like something yes. he should have been praised for. Yes, <laughs> a big tip. would have had to do another lap of reading, pretty much. Andrew says, we parked up at the test centre. I put the handbrake on and stopped the engine, taking a deep breath. Without a single hint of expression or emotion, the examiner said, Right, Mr Taylor. That's not nasal at all. I'll start again. Right, Mr Taylor. I'm pleased to say you've passed. Wasn't expecting that, were you? No, no, no not after. Although, you know, I, 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 was, I, was, actually, no, I was prepared for a twist. I've got to be honest. <laughs> I think that is a twist. That's a great twist. Yeah. He actually passed. Yes, yeah, what um, I'm saying. Andrew says... <laughs> Andrew says, I was so braced for being told I'd failed that it didn't really register. He had to ask for my provisional license, say that again, provisional license three times. So yes, I do have strong memories of the place, even though I only went once. I was lucky. So I think actually, actually Andrew's winning out of all of us. Yeah, I was, congratulations to Andrew. Yes, well done. Show off. Well. Um, so I think, I think, just the, I think that captured the general nervousness of the entire experience because it really was quite a. It's awful. It it's is a, horrible. Yeah, it's butterflies. The, the story yeah. hit, I remember. I remember one of mine. I, I, I was doing. I failed on the. Uh, I think it was parallel parking, but he said he hit the curb and managed to get off. It sounds like <laughs> I hit the curb and then had a total panic and forgot how cars worked. And <laughs> <laughs> couldn't get off, and I'm sure there was smoke coming off the spinning back wheel as it was wedged against the curb. You have just reminded me. Um, well, I think one of the one of my most embarrassing moments when I was learning to drive. This was uh, mentioning. Um, Bracknell as I do fairly often so I had learned to drive in Bracknell with all its associated roundabouts but my embarrassing moment wasn't um, wasn't roundabout related it was going up it was going up a hill into Harmon's Water which is a, a, a part of Bracknell a housing estate in Bracknell and I got stuck I, I'd got I'd stopped in a queue uh, I put the handbrake on and done everything right and then getting ready to go and to pull off again uh, I couldn't get the car. I kept just stalling every time. And you know when you stalled it once? We've all had that. When, yeah. you, when you're inexperienced and you stalled it once, and then it happens again and then again and again. And suddenly there was a bus and there was a queue all the way down the road and people were beeping me <laughs> and my mum was sat there and just calm as anything. And I'm just getting in a right old state. And eventually off it goes. And I don't know, I'm not sure there was a round of applause, but it was one of my most embarrassing moments. And there's been a few. I had, I had to swap. Um, with my dad, we, uh, we had to, I, I just—I think I stalled seven times trying to come out of a very busy junction onto the A4 SM4 in—in um, in, is it Goring? I think it is. Right. Um, and you—you know—if you miss. If you miss the chance, you have to wait for quite a long time. There was this enormous queue. <laughs> I stalled seven times. Oh, he still reminds me of it. And uh, it, he, for my dad, he's enormously impatient yes. in every other aspect of life. He was pretty good with when it came to driving. That's good. I think surely, surely the dream, or the dream, or the horror, is being like at fault for a, a traffic 
uh, traffic tailback that ends up on the BBC radio or something like that. <laughs> BBC Barks. There's something going on on the A4 or something. <laughs> oh, hang on, it's a learner driving. Um, my my dad was, bless his heart, probably slightly less patient than your dad then. I, re- I remember well. So my, I grew up in Farm Drive, which is at the bottom of uh, City Road in Towerhurst, for anyone that knows it. And we had driven as far as Hilden's Drive, which is probably about maybe a third of a mile away, when I pulled over, turned off the engine and walked home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this with you, you're horrible. <laughs> so just, yeah, I don't think there was any patience from my dad that day. Also very little patience from me, obviously. But as a 17-year-old girl, I think that's fine. <laughs> Teenage girls aren't known for their patience. No, neither are middle-aged men. No. no. <laughs> There's a, there's a sweet spot. There's a sweet spot in there all the way where 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 people are pretty patient, and then either side of it, nothing. Um, do you want another story? I, when do I get there? I don't know. At some point. Um, do you want another story? Yes. It's a short one. Uh, Sam Selby got in touch with us on Facebook. Said uh, she says getting into the front passenger seat wasn't the best start to my driving test. <laughs> Now I think you and I we both know Sam, don't we? And that is a very, very sad, very, very Sam thing to do. I'd say that's classic. Sam. Yeah, <laughs> go as far as to say. Um, she also she adds, uh, but my examiners were lovely, all five of them. <laughs> Bless her. Um, five. <laughs> she's got nothing don't on four. Get your four. money's worth that driving test. <laughs> um, and do you want the last one? This yeah. is this is probably um, like the best, maybe the best story or the sort of cringy story. I don't know. We'll it's see. Make us cry. No, I don't think no, I don't think it's a tearjerker. Let's 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 see. Let's 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 do it. Megan Baker also got in touch on Facebook. She says, um, "I failed to stop coming out of the car park." This is a common common thread. It proves the design <laughs> of the car park is. Hang not on, good. hang on. If there's one thing that your driving instructor tells you in the entire time of your lessons, it's when you get to the test centre, there's a stop sign and you have to stop or you'll fail. <laughs> so Megan says, I failed to stop coming out of the car park, which is an instant fail within the first five seconds. To make it worse, another learner behind me... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to make it worse, another learner behind me went straight into the back of me <laughs> when the examiner hit the brake. <laughs> oh dear. Which is just awful. <laughs> Oh, no. Poor old Megan. Poor well, Megan responsible for two people failing yes. their test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Megan doesn't uh, mention uh, how often she had to take the test, but I suspect <laughs> she's, possibly, she's possibly still doing it. I don't know. Um, so, yes, those were, those were the stories we, we had submitted. Some th- three great stories. I wanted to just thank uh, Andrew... Sam and Megan for uh, opening their hearts to us yeah. and, 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 and telling us about some of their horrible, horrible situations they were in with their driving tests. Um, Jenny and Hugh, thank you for sharing your stories as well. So it's brought back some really rather traumatic yeah. memories about driving and driving, learning to drive and the driving tests. And quite honestly, although it's a bit of a bizarre concept, the fact you never have to take your driving test again unless you get a really serious ban is a, is a relief because yes. you know, I just <laughs> don't want to do it again. I've been driving for nearly 20 years now and I, was, uh, and I don't want to take my test again. No, I could. You know, I reckon by the time you're 60 or 70, there might be a, a, yeah. another test to take. 
They've been talking about it for a long time. That is true, they? yeah. But it's not, you know, most things in life, you have to renew your passport you every do. two years. You do. Two years. Ten, <laughs> every ten years, I thought, don't say two. <laughs> but driving test one day, you know, have a good day one day, yeah. and then that's it. One, or have a good day one in seven. <laughs> what were your instructors like? Were they, were they good, kind people? Mine was great. I had a great yeah. instructor. I got um, a little bit money off uh, lessons as well because my dad knew the guy oh, that was doing it. Oh, I so see. Mates, right? Yeah, yeah. My I, instructor was called Phil, and he was um, he was a very nice fellow. We had a, we got to know each other pretty well, obviously, because I had so many so many lessons and tests and stuff <laughs> like that. But he um, pretty much every single I must have must have had at least thirty less thirty driving lessons, and and uh, as I said, seven tests. Pretty much every single lesson I had with him, he told me that he was friends with Mike Oldfield. Grew up in Reading. Grew up in Reading. Western yeah. Elms Avenue, I believe. And by the end of it, I was like, "Yeah, Phil, yeah, no, yeah, you're still mates, Mike. That's good. That's good. That's good." Not point. only of Tubular Bells fame, I believe he also wrote the Blue Peter theme tune. Did he really? Oh, okay. Yes. I do. I do remember my driving instructor. I think the one really, really important bit of advice he gave me was: there's obviously plenty of distractions. When you're driving, and he said the worst one, women. <laughs> I don't mean like They're women. Too distracting. Women, women being in the car. No, 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 not women in the car. Just women walking along the pavement. Yes. And I suspect that is true. My driving as, instructor had a few things to say about women walking along the pavement as well. Bless him. <laughs> Any of them repeatable? Uh, I I just remember. I, do you know what? It's, it's, it's unfair to say mean things about him because he got me through eventually. But I do I do remember. On occasions, feeling slightly uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the the most annoying thing he ever did, which just freaked me out, was uh, he was he was a smoker and he had this big white moustache which had a yellow patch in the middle of it mm-hmm. where he smoked so often. But after one particularly um, or during one particularly dicey lesson that we had, it was around the Oracle actually. It was by the Oracle roundabout. He made me pull over in in Bridge Street and uh, and roll down the window and had a fuck. <laughs> during my lesson because I think I'd stressed him out so much <laughs> so yeah <laughs> my one said like he was he was genuinely quite surprised that I hadn't managed to get it together because he would say you can drive you just keep messing up the <laughs> test which, which was which was probably true but he did tell me that he had one one person um who had failed 18 times wow um, and in the end they I think they just went their separate ways. Um, he was like, "There's nothing more I can do." You know, it's like, <laughs> Free to the wild. Yeah, um, I don't know if they ever passed, but he was lost just like eighteen times, you know, like that. So seven's pretty good, I think. Nice. You've done yeah, well, well yeah. done. I don't know what the national average is. We probably should have looked that up. I think it's three. I don't know why I've... I think that, but three. I can. Probably say this will probably offend some of my friends who, are, but the uh, the better drivers are the more sensible drivers I know. Certainly, people who didn't pass didn't pass for the first time. Yeah. The more aggressive drivers I know, the ones who I'm sure if there, there was a correlation between <laughs> that, people who passed first time and aggressive driving. Who knows? I've just found car pass rates by gender, month, and test centre, so we can probably find the reading the reading average. Do we need carry that? on talking amongst okay. ourselves. Okay. Do we need um, the whole music? Again? Yeah, maybe. Um, I suppose just to just to finish off, it, I was just thinking about this while we were while we were doing this, and I've got quite a few friends who can't drive and who never pass the test, and I always thought that was strange. But just 
kind of going through this therapy session that we've been on, I'm suddenly not surprised that quite a few people don't actually either don't necessarily pass the tests or even kind of carry on with it because yeah. it's incredibly well, stressful. It's expensive. I grew up in Burford Common, which um, is it certainly was at the time. I don't know what. Um, yeah, there's no train station. Bus, buses yeah. at the time were very infrequent. Um, I'm sure it's different now because because it's it's much bigger than it was then. But um, it was just the done thing. Everyone everyone in my school got to 17 and had to drive. Yeah, there wasn't any. I'll just get the bus, or because <laughs> we would go out to the pub, um, and someone would drive because the pubs were all a little bit. They, they were walkable, but they were within. I hate this phrase, within walking distance. If you think about it, everywhere's within walking distance <laughs> if you're prepared to walk a long way. Um, but yeah, we it was just rural West Berkshire at the time. And yeah, you just learned to drive. That was the thing, and everyone who didn't didn't bother to learn to drive was seen as a bit of a, bit of a weirdo, a bit of a social outcast, <laughs> and um, and that was it. So the idea of not driving is was just not really not really around. So if obviously I think if you grew up in a town or certainly in a city where there's there's easy ways of getting around, um, there's no need to learn. But if you live in a grew up in a village. You wanted to get out of the village. You had to have a car. Yes, very true, Hugh. Thank you. Um, you've, we've filled long enough for Jenny yeah. to tell us that she can't find the information. Yeah, my, go- my Google mission has has proved unfruitful. Well, it's, if Google doesn't know, then that unfruitful, the information does not exist. <laughs> no, not doing well today. Um, Cool. I think we'll leave it there. Yeah. Thank you guys for your uh, input into the Reading Driving Test special. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I need to just read out the stuff we always read out, which is if you want to get involved in the show, um, you can follow and write to us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod. You can look us up on Facebook by searching Real Reading Podcast. And if you're able, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you know anyone who you think would be great to interview for the podcast, please do let us know. The only prerequisite is that they live, they must live or work in the town. Uh, and most importantly, they must love Reading. Um, and frankly, I have no idea what's going to be on the show next week. Alert! Alert! Yes, we do. It's Suggs from Madness. Alert! Alert! So uh, we will get together again. Uh, and that's all for now. We'll see you in a week. Bye! Bye.